Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, we bring you on an expedition through the depths of the movie industry to discuss the amazing, terrible, and amazingly terrible movies based on video games. Our hosts' entire lives are dedicated to a single goal. Probably answering the age-old question, Do games make good movies? Hello and welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. I am Howard Gay. You can follow me at Aureus, And uh, we are going to be talking about... 2015's Hitman Agent 47. Yes, we are. We are. Yes. Who's that voice I'm hearing? Who's no, next to me? Me? Yes. Patrick Dees. You can follow me at P to the Dees. Please tell me why I'm wrong after this discussion. I want to hear from people. Uh, why you're wrong. Or right. Or, 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 or agree why you're with wrong. it. True. Like literally every <laughs> week we come in here, I feel like it's this like hostile, combative... I'm the guy that hates everything we, we, when we come in here every week. I think... We've the, dedicated our lives to this topic. I feel passionate about and it. And I think the goal is to have a movie adapted from a video game that you might possibly really thoroughly enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. So I had high hopes for this week's uh, subject. Very high hopes. It was Did my you? suggestion. I take credit for That's where you this fail. colossal failing. For sure. With the high hopes? I know. I know. Higher expectations? I agree. Cause for a bigger, a bigger downfall. Absolutely. But in the meantime, guys, you can always send over your comments with uh, that hashtag VGFilms. Also, our YouTube, if you're watching or just listening, is Popcorn Talk Network. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe as well. And our Twitter is, of course, The Popcorn Talk. All right. So, yes, we're doing Hitman Agent 47. Um, Let's briefly talk about our history of the movie. How did we come to see it? It's simple enough. It's new, and you and I saw it in the theaters. We did. We did. So, like, I, honestly, I, for the, whatever that's worth, that was probably my favorite part about this movie was that I had somebody to take, like, solace in with it. <laughs> like, if I'd seen this by myself or somebody else that was, like, really passionate about the movie, I think it would have been a bummer. But I think more often than not, we should see these and debrief uh, immediately. I'm curious to know how much louder you would have been if we weren't in the movie theater. Uh, no, about the about the same level of loud, I think. What she's referring to uh, uh, for people at home, I, I I watched this movie and I laughed out loud not once but several times at very self serious dialogue where characters were would say some sort of action movie cliche and and not wink and nod at the audience. Like I think it could have been delivered in a much more entertaining way if they were self aware. Right? They understood how just god awful and cliche a lot of these moments were. Um, we'll get into mm-hmm. those moments as we go, but one of my, you know there was that there's that moment where where Agent Forty Seven and the, the gentleman who ends up being the big bad are looking at each other, having a dialogue, and he says something along the lines of "We're not all that different, you and I." And I was like, "Wait, no! Like, what? What are we doing?" So uh, yeah, it was it was it was a rough it was a rough experience. I feel like this is going to be a rough ride. For you me, have Patrick. no doubt. I'm <laughs> ready to go. This is catharsis. I've been waiting for days to talk about Agent Forty Seven. Well, before we get into the breakdown of the movie, let's talk about how, as gamers, you know, our history with the video game yeah. itself. So, um, for me, I actually never really got the chance to play it. I tried to play it after. I thought it would be interesting to play the game 
after watching this movie and see how this, the reverse would have felt. Sure, sure, sure. But yep. my iPad wasn't working and my PS3 is broken, believe it or not, or it's more about my TV. Long story. You guys don't need to hear it. So I had to adapt to... Let's play. You watch some Let's Plays. So you have no no previous Hitman the Game experience. I have no physical, tangible, you know, but, but you've been around it. Like you, but you're a personality in this game space, yes. right? So like, I feel like it's always kind of been on the periphery. And of course, Hitman is one of those series that, like, Hitman is the series I would assert is like the best game series that never really took off, right? Like it's done all right. Obviously, fiscally, it's it's justified several sequels. I'm excited about this year's uh, the the, the brand new or the reboot the hitman that's mm-hmm. coming out in december this year and you know and this one's really an interesting title because they're launching it more as a platform i don't know if you're familiar with what they're doing but ostensibly they're creating just this open world in which agent 47 can live and there'll be a series of contracts that they'll that they'll announce and you go you make those hits sounds like witcher yeah i mean a little bit a little bit <laughs> but, it, but but so essentially they'll just do um dynamic and kind of community-based things they're saying some neat things about the, the game that's coming out right so they're saying so you and i have a contract and maybe the hit is on the same guy uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it's timed. So we get a notification and there's a window. And maybe all of the community does it. Or maybe it's a challenge between friends. So they're doing a lot of really unique things with Hitman going forward. And it seems to be that they've kind of moved away from the narrative-driven type games, right? Because this was a film that echoed the game, the series as a whole, which... Yeah, narrative was simply just an excuse to string together action sequences, right? <laughs> like, right. yeah, I mean, like, that was, this first time directors really only concern with script was how does it further me to get to the next point where he's shooting somebody? Well, I mean, Square Enix um, took over this property, yeah. so yep. it's obviously a lot different than when it first started, right? I think it's similar. Like, okay. I, yeah, so like, I, my, my history with, with Hitman, Hitman's one of those games that I've always kind of really liked. So, you know, largely what they'll do is they'll set you in this sandbox, right? You're Agent 47, which is like literally every cliche, right? You're a super soldier. You, you have a number, not even eight. You have the, the barcode tattoo, right? Like, uh, you know, it, it is what it is, right? But um, what it is, is uh, for me anyway, is is a puzzle game, right? Uh, you know, ostensibly your your goal is to to you've got a target and you kill him, and it's a bunch of systems at play, right? There's all these really cool and kind of creative ways you can pull off this hit. I'm usually terrible at stealth, but this game, like, again, it's j- I'm really bad at stealth, but the it's a, bu- a bunch of like wacky hijinks, right? You right. dress up as a chef and maybe you poison his sushi, I saw and that. yeah, right, that was yeah, pretty fun, yeah, it's pretty great, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, sometimes things go terribly wrong and you just have to pull out your pistols and just start shooting everybody and everything to accomplish your goal, you know, and it scores you accordingly. So like for me, Hitman has always been more of a puzzle game than anything even remotely interesting narratively. And it, it baffles my mind that they made another movie here. All you got to do is say puzzle game and it, it piques my interest. And you're on board. Yes. For I, sure. I love that kind of stuff. And, and watching the Let's Plays, I was just wishing so hard that I had the ability to physically play the game so which um, which of the let's plays did you did you watch can i ask yeah i watched the um absolution one. Oh yeah yeah great game again that that's what i do with every one of these is i kind of dip my toe in uh, eventually the learning curve is a little steep or the difficulty gradient's a little much so i end up playing the first four or five levels of every single one of yeah. them really enjoy it and then move on to literally whatever game comes out next so i've always kind of enjoyed them and in all their quirk and camp right it's just so hard for me to watch let's plays and not 
play the game. It's I know just something I'm not used to. I'm glad that's just you. that's not just me, right? Okay. So I I do I understand at least anecdotally the industry and why people say they're interested in it. But for me, it's been hard to watch people play games. It's just incredibly difficult. No. I want to be there I unless you're in the over. same room. Like if I were watching you and we were you know in a shared space, then great, right? But you know I yeah. don't I. I it's it's a generational thing, I think. Right? Like uh, maybe a little bit. It, it might it might be. So let's uh, break down this movie for a little bit. Um, so it's an assassin who ends up teaming up with a woman, and they need to go find her father, who is uh, the key to <laughs> um, you know superhuman strength people. I guess that's the best way to say it. Yeah, it's not a bad breakdown. Yeah, there. I yeah. mean, if uh, it sounds bad, there's a reason. If you can tell. I actually asked Patrick a couple times. I don't get it. She did. I'm lost. This is a true story. <laughs> she says this is not hyperbole for the show. She's like, what? What the f- is happening? I don't even what. Like several times. I feel like which like is not on you as far as I'm it's, concerned. No, no, it is. It's totally on me. And then there are moments when he had to be silent because he had to wait and watch the rest. And that whole time I was like, I still don't get it. <laughs> Just like, what is going on? You know. And I said it before because I mean, literally the the plot only serves as a device to further the sure. next action scene. That's so how I took it. It's a it's plot light anyway. I think what's a bummer is it's not only plot light, and I'll let you get further into the breakdown, but like, it debuted against another movie this week, American Ultra, right? American Ultra is, is mm-hmm. a movie in which a man awakens to the fact that he's this highly efficient We're not talking about American killing Ultra. machine. I understand. <laughs> Hitman is also where a woman awakes to the fact that she's the ultimate killing machine is literally the same plot right like so it, to me to me it's a, it's this weird reflection on the creative state of hollywood as a whole when we've got two movies debuting against each other with exactly the same plot line yes but this one was confusing because it also had a lot of curveballs being thrown at you really quickly it did. which was the curve that threw you the most here uh just it became actually this person's good and then it became no this person's good no 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 wait wait just kidding this person is actually good okay oh and then at the end don't forget actually it's this person who's Good. Okay, so well, let's set the tone here. I, I actually said something that was a bit of a spoiler. If you've seen the trailer, you're already well aware of the fact that she's also a killing machine. That's definitely, but like, but again, usually this is a bit of a departure for us, right? Like usually we're we're going through these and you know, we're answering that question we've dedicated our whole lives to. Do right. do, do, do games make good movies? I have to look at it's the screen behind me. It's a very important um, question. It's important. Like we're doing the Lord's work right. here. Um, but usually we're reviewing something that's a little bit older and that people have had a chance to see. This is brand new and in films. Talk to me about what level of spoiler we're going to go into here. Oh, you mean we can spoil the doo-doo of, of this movie. First I'm, of all, don't use such harsh language with I me. Am, Second of all, okay, I'm, I'm on board. I, this I, is good. I, I, I would assume that people who are listening to us break down this movie have already seen this movie. And if you haven't, um, come back later. Oh, or don't, and oh, let no. us tell you why you're not missing anything. So, whatever. From here on out, we're giving you an official spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't matter. I, you shouldn't see this movie, is my point. Oh, my so, gosh. No. I am so on the wrong oh, team. Oh, God. I, every, every week, I do this. As much as the confusion I had about this guy, the twists and turns, I actually thoroughly enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed the action. But then again, I didn't have high expectations for it. I think... Look, I think it is a function of my expectation for sure because I think this universe is ripe with whatever. It's a it's cliche. Like everything that's done in this movie is done better other places. All of literally all of it. There's better action other places. Like you want the super soldier spy stuff. Like literally, there's 40 movies you could choose from. Pick a Bourne movie. They've done this better. And so this whole movie was confusing to me. Where like all of this is done better other places, and they still stuck to weird. 
like what I will respect in this movie mm-hmm. is that there is a commitment to say hey to the source material I don't think it works like we usually talk a little bit about how how come they couldn't make that a little bit more like more works. reference back they, okay they make it made they, it was campy you know and you were, when there was references to the game you were kind of I would lean in I'm like hey that's from the game right. well here's an example so I, I'm interested to hear what you think one example that I thought was just Again, it is is a not is a round round peg square hole. Was in one of the first gunfights you see Agent Forty Seven. Like one of his hallmarks in the game, it's again at a lot of levels it's a stealth game. So you use that piano wire. You reach over somebody and you choke them to death. Sure. In this feature film, he does that in the middle of a gunfight. I don't know why. My bad. Like it's a problem. I love the little wink. Like they hey, needed to put it in there I, somehow. I agree, but it didn't work. A lot of yeah. the stuff that they did. To say, hey, we're respecting the source material. It just, I don't. It didn't make for a good movie. I think most of the people listening would completely agree with you. I'm completely in the minority here, saying that I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. So again, I want to be a positive person. In fact, literally every you're naturally show, a positive person. I thank you. I agree. I like liking <laughs> things, and then I feel badly every week. If you've seen our other shows, I'm the guy who sits here every week and says the answer to that is definitively no. Keep watching, and we'll tell you the reasons why. And every week you say no. Hey, Patrick, there's something redeemable. So I'm I'm interested to hear because we didn't debrief. We watched this together, and then mm-hmm. we really didn't have much of a discussion. We saved it for this this yes. conversation. Tell me what you think was redeemable about this movie, or why did you have fun? <laughs> I, I think it's just I know people. Some people don't like it, but you, it's it's not a movie where you have to think deeply about. You're just enjoying it for some of the stunt work, okay. um, some of the gore, a lot of the action. I love action movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought the actors were were great in it, and I thought they played their their their, their roles well. Um, I just think it was something enjoyable and just good, simple. good, good. I don't like. I'm not. I'm not here to enroll people in like in that they should hate the movie. And honestly, if you liked it, then that's fantastic. So and I'll so I'll I'll stick with that first too. But then what, I'll talk. I'll talk about what I liked. Yes. And then and then I'll spend the next 47 minutes of your time telling you why I didn't. Um, I actually, to your point, I thought the action was great. Yeah. Like, yeah I mean, the it was highly stylized, but not. Not too much, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I very much dug that. I thought um, Friend as Agent 47 was mesmerizing. He's a pretty boring character to begin mm-hmm. with, so not a lot of latitude. I don't know why you wouldn't punch him up for a movie he, adaptation. He did, he did it perfectly. He was great. No, he was great. He was great. And you and know, he looks like the character, too. A lot. A lot. Uh, more than I, th- I would have thought. When I saw him in action, it like totally worked. Like You see stills, uh-huh. and sometimes I think... Nah, all right, but like you see him in action. I think he was probably my favorite overall part of the movie. Well, also, um, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Paul Walker was set to play that character, and it wouldn't have saved it, right? Like that bat. <laughs> well, actually, I, I I feel that Rupert Friend looks the part. I agree more I agree. than I would have. For I, sure, I'm the Paul Walker snippet kind of threw me off. Like, wow, yep. I didn't I had no idea that that was that he was going to play that role. Do you think that would have been an additive property? Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right. people follow would follow that. Do you think it would make a better movie? No. Okay. Yeah, no. that's all I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I mean, it, it certainly it couldn't have hurt numbers, right? Like this movie yeah. premiered to like an eight million dollar uh, opening weekend. I think the sh- the budget was thirty five million. I mean, like it's in a lot of trouble, and to the point where like part of me is a little bit relieved. I'm never rooting for anything to fail, but I mean, it is the worst reviewed movie of the summer to this point, right? It's on par with Pixels. I don't think it's garnishing that level of hate that Pixels is, but like at some point, like I'd like people just to rethink this because you and I like, we do this show because we're passionate 
about games. We're big movie fans. And I think there's been this renaissance in video game narrative. And, like, people can tell great stories. That's what I'm here every week talking about would be, like, let's let's leverage the storytelling that's possible in games and make cool films about it. And maybe there's a wink and a nod and some nostalgia, but I think that it's they failed at every attempt. I do have a quick question. Fire away. You did miss the Resident Evil review. Did you like Resident Evil? Because that's one that most people would say was a really good... I think that would be among the best. I, okay. That would have been the one I was most positive about. Big, big, big Mia Jovovich fan. Like, yes. she makes that movie. Yes, that's, yep. that's right. Um, okay, so let's talk briefly about our likes and okay. our dislikes. So I know it's hard, but let's think about the positives. Yep, yep. Game. So I got your... We'll see, I, I agreed with you. The action <laughs> I think friend was fantastic is 47. And I, admittedly, um, they didn't fit. And it actually made for a worse movie, but it added to my enjoyment of the film. Oh. I kind of like the nods, right? It's really bad as far as like, especially if you've never played the, the game, that stealth sequence, <laughs> I'm air quoting for people oh, in I podcast didn't recognize land. It. So she, when, do you remember when they land and they get to the airport and she's dodging oh, cameras? Yes, 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 they yes, might yes. as well just have had vision cones on the cameras and have them sweeping back and forth. Like it, it like it doesn't work, right? Like the, because, and I think that's part of why he, what makes Hitman fun is it's mechanically fun, and it's this, it's a lot of systems all intersecting, and how do they react to each other? And you know, the the camera system and the stealth system, all of that stuff is super fun to play in that medium, and just doesn't translate to film. And I'm like, so I couldn't figure out like. They squeezed it in and they called it like a test of your skills, right? Like you figure out how to get out of the airport, right? He just bounces, right? He steals like a, like an airport security mm-hmm. guard's uh, outfit and he leaves and then lets her stealth around the airport. I liked it. I liked it. This movie is more fun than it is good. How's that? That makes perfect sense. Okay. And I think that's why I enjoyed it because I had fun. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's way more fun than it is good because I think it's an objectively terrible film. But I actually, and I and there's moments that I really, I enjoyed it for sure. And I, I like you know, spy-ish movies, Jane Bond-ish movies, Bourne movies, and I think this kind of had all by, like, a, a, a lower version of it, a lower standard of the typical spy or, you know, Bourne identity. Yeah. Or, but for what it was, I, I, I think that's a positive that you can take out of it is that it, it had that little secret stuff that people really enjoy but yeah i mean like but it, again it, it doesn't it, like it's fun it is fun and like, a bit from a nostalgia perspective or like right. that wink to the audience like the fact that he dresses in that bright red tie again it's just it's a it's a trademark like i understand that's part of that intellectual property as a video game like they, yeah, they, they're marketing that mm-hmm. it's been that way for a long time it wouldn't make sense to reboot that i mean maybe on a long enough timeline they will in that video game space but like like no self-respecting like super assassin is going to dress with like the brightest tie, right? right? Like you can see that across the goddamn airport. Like, oh, where is he? There he is. You know <laughs> what I mean? And so like it was little things like that. And like I think the whole um, the agency symbol they showed it on his laptop when he yeah. pulled that up and doing the contract. It's weird. It's like I, it was a convoluted UI. It was a little bit distracting mm-hmm. when he was on some fake UI, and that you see the. The screensaver in the background or the, the wallpaper in the background being the, the spy agency weird logo. A lot of it didn't work. Okay, so let me ask you this. Did yes. you think the trailer was good? To- oh, totally. Okay, so I mean, the trailer gets you excited. Uh, yeah, because look, they showed two of the really coolest moments, I think, in the movie. One being the car chase, which was a blatant Audi commercial. <laughs> like, I mean, some yeah, product placement's bad. This movie's a just... A little bit a lot. A lot. A lot. Um... 
the the car scene when he's going through that square and for you know inexplicably and it's super dumb but it makes for a cool scene right like all the agents from out the windows they shoot the giant harpoons down in the street so he can't go anywhere and then they start sliding down at which point he gets out of the car and starts acing people on the way down again in zero context that looks badass like uh-huh. that is super cool uh and then they showed that and then the helicopter scene in which they throw a helicopter into an office building and watch that sputter. I didn't like, like that part. You didn't like the, the actual... Not. What about it? it uh, this is going to sound really weird. After no, everything fire I've said, It was just too easy, if that makes any sure. sense. Sure. Just Okay, so they're going to stop it by throwing a helicopter in there with her just waking up from being mm-hmm. injected with some sleeping yep. serum. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of things in this movie, and I guess we're getting into dislikes even though you've been... I'm trying, looking know, for ways to be positive. I mean, there's a lot of things in this movie that didn't um, connect or tie in very well. Okay. But for what it's worth... See, look at me trying to be positive. I know, I love it. Like, I need, like again, I thrive on that. I'm innately a pretty positive dude. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about it. I'm just saying that... Uh, I, I, I like the story, just there's like holes in there and how the the father, you know, ran away from her, but then... They tried really, really desperately hard to make it have a good reason for running, like leaving his daughter behind. Sure. And it just, for me, it didn't fit really well. Is that something that's in the video game? Like, N- no, not not at all. I mean, that that project, right? That super secret soldier project, yeah. for sure. She's a whole new character. So is so is that Godfather of the program. Um, I think to what I think what you're trying to articulate, and I felt the same way, was it's unearned like emotional turmoil, right? right? They leverage again, it's like this action cliche, like family problems, like you know, like and it's just unearned. So the first half starts as a relatively kind of generic action suitor, and then that second half of the movie, especially that third act, is like totally unearned emotional turmoil, like this huge exposition dump, and then like, the worst action lines, like we're not so different. Or when he looks straight at the camera and he says. I always pay off my contracts. And aren't they, aren't they, and I'm, this is part of me where I got confused perhaps, was he called them brother and sister, the father. I mean, to some degree, right? Like, not literally, but like, they're part of the same project, totally. But then he's a, 47 is a a lower grade version of her. Yeah, she's a, he's a way lower rent version. Like, really leans on her expertise. See, that kind of bothers me too, because if you are that high, you would probably, no. Maybe, but maybe not. I think, so, sure, I, I whatever, like, again, because none of this, despite the, I mean, the ridiculous level of exposition. If you were, like, Agent 1, maybe you would be confused and need to take drugs like she did. Sure. But if you're Agent 80, um, 90, like she was supposed to be, I would think you just have, like, this higher intelligence. She was just, just abandoned as a child. Like, she demonstrated, they, they did the weird, like, Rain Man thing in the beginning where she's, like, quoting off all the statistics. And I'm like, all right, fine. But, you know, I don't... I don't know, whatever. She was abandoned as a child, so maybe that works. I think my problem was, uh, in the movie was how they leaned into her super sight. Like, inexplicably, she could tell the future. I don't, like, I understand, again, that seems like it would be a a way to try and communicate a a video game mechanic, which isn't a thing. Uh, and, and especially in the recent ones, you, you watched a little bit of Absolution, you have kind of a hitman sense, which allows you some predictive, uh, capabilities you can kind of see guard patterns or whatnot right. so maybe that was an element of it but it just didn't work here i would have preferred her just being super fast and super just badass do you think you were um kind of relating it too much to the video game as you were watching it because i didn't have that bug yep 
No, I, I don't. I, I, okay. I really, I think, I think it could have gone in. Uh, very objectively, and it appreciated this, like, with zero context. Right. So, totally. Okay. You know, like, I'm a big film nerd, too, right? Like, this is why this show was, this show specifically, I was really excited about, because obviously I'm incredibly passionate about video games. Yeah. I talk about them on the internet every week. That's a, it's an unbelievable space, but I like good stories. And I think I've talked a little bit about it on my show, but the reason I started getting into podcasting about video games as a whole was that, was that renaissance in video game narrative we started talking about. I like good stories. And I think this was an objectively bad story. So so independent of any sort of video game tie-in, it's just terrible. It's just really bad. I mean, there's moments I like. I like the action. There's some. There's some good shooting. I will the shooting say, the you say terrible. It was just terrible in a very positive manner. I had fun. It was more fun yeah. than it was good. I had fun. I mean, there's, there's elements of it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it wasn't like Super Mario Brothers where it was kind of painful to watch the second time around. Um, so yeah, we we talked about casting. Um, we talked about similarities to the games, the Easter eggs. Um, so let's talk about the reception. Yep. So, Please. all right. So, thank you, Wikipedia. Uh, apparently, it has grossed 8.2 million in North America and 8.5 million in other territories. Worldwide, 16.7 million. So, half of its budget. Half and of we're its budget. Two weeks from when it was released, right? Yeah, because the, oh, the, the budget was 31 million. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, pretty much grossed most of it during its opening weekend and finishing fourth at the box office. It uh, received negative reviews from most critics. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 7%. Um, average rating, 3.6. And also, um, Metacritic gave it 29 out of 100, which is not very much. But And like an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes, right? Like this movie... Like, really bad. Yep. Yeah. And I, again, I, I, I was actually surprised at, at, that more people weren't laughing in the in, in the theater. And I tried not to because I don't want to be that guy. You the loudest laugh. I'm, I'm the loudest in most rooms, right? People were like, oh, this guy. <laughs> like that guy. And I this didn't want to be... I don't want to be the guy that wrecks that experience for somebody <laughs> else in the theater. Like if we're by ourselves and watching a movie, whatever, but... I don't usually want to be that guy, but like, I, it was hard to contain at several points. Like, it's just, I mean, so self-serious and it didn't have to be. Go one way or the other, right? Yeah, right. Well, IGN did give it a high score. Well, no, six, six out of ten. Is and what, and, and what are some choice IGN quotes about this? Mm. Anything interesting? Anything that, like, any redeemable? It I, says, I, Hitman IGN 47 is almost certainly going to be too much of a generic action film for those heavily interested in the game franchise and too video game-like for those who aren't. Is that how you feel? Yeah, it, I mean, absolutely. That's a pretty great summation. Was that Damon Hatfield who reviewed that? Do you know? I don't know. Damon's a huge, huge Hitman fan, so maybe there was uh, you know, a little, little bit of leniency there, but like, I think that actually is a really apt description because it does, it's weirdly reliant on the source material to the point where like it, the movie suffers. We talked about the Celestine. We mm-hmm. talked about the ridiculousness of his, of his outfit and that piano wire. Like, a lot of it felt like a video game. In a way, like, here's the thing. Like, we talk about this on this show a lot, right? The video games and, and their, and their, and their origin. Mm-hmm. You know, Hitman is a game that probably was, I don't know, 12, 15 years ago, right? Like, and he, Agent 47, especially in this film, feels like what a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old would say, yeah, that guy's a badass. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, cliche, silent, terrible action lines, like, impossibly good at, like, killing everything in sight, right? Like, it wasn't grounded and realistic at all. <laughs> it is a 12-year-old's action hero. Okay. Well, I guess I'm 12 years old. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Irish film critic also gave it 3.5 out of 5. And we'll get to our personal stars <laughs> later. But it said, those of us who grew up in the 70s and 80s and thrived on overly exaggerated action... 
films with anything that starred Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, and Bruce Willis goes to this movie and just have fun. It's that simple. I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, there's an element of that. And I think... You had fun. I, I did. I, again, but like... So because... Because it was so bad, right? Like, at some point, like, I don't know, like, G.I. Joe is one of those movies where I just thought it was so terrible that it actually flipped the script for me and I started really enjoying Mm -hmm. it, right? And I think there's an element of that here, right? And it was, and it was fun as somebody who can say, oh, I have seen that part in that game. Or the first time he pulls out his twin pistols, his his silver bottles. Like, that's kind of cool to see that realization on the big screen. Uh, But no, as a whole, I'd, I'd advise you not to see this movie. I think you should see this movie. Don't see this movie. But, uh... You'll be dumber for it. Oh, you can't... Oh. No, no, no. I'm not calling you dumb. I'm just oh. saying, like, I left I'm less not. intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about a little bit of trivia. We already talked about Paul Walker, who was attached to play the lead Which role. is crazy. Let me ask you this. Can you see him in that no. role? I think he's a capable dude. He has, like, curly hair. He's a Fast and Furious guy. Yeah. Um, I feel that Rupert Friend just looks the part and he fit the part with you know no expression no feeling totally and it just it just works and, and like he's a guy that's a little unnerving have you seen him in Homeland like I have not have you watched Homeland I have okay. and I think part of part, like he's got a look to him that says like he's an attractive dude he's you know he's fit he like makes sense as, as a leading man but there's something weird and dangerous about him so I actually thought the casting was bang on I'm actually really again hands down my favorite part about the film was his uh-huh. portrayal of 47. Dude was mesmerizing and clearly a capable actor. He did the best he could with really, really terrible dialogue. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I was... Luckily, a, I, he didn't have to say much. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, he was He was the best part. I just You'd said the Paul Walker thing before and I was really trying to figure out uh, what that would look like because I mean, I agree a he lot of those Paul Walker... his head, I would assume. And like, have you ever seen Walking, uh, Running Scared? One of his kind of... It was after the first... Uh, Fast and the Furious, but a mm. long time ago. Uh, highly recommend that. If you folks, if you're looking for a good action film starring Paul Walker, go see that. That'd make a an awesome video game. I have to edit myself on this a lot. I know we've <laughs> already got the explicit tag on iTunes, but um, that would make a very good video game. Um, also, another one interesting is in the months prior to the movie's release, um, 20th Century Fox and IGN launched a social media campaign in order to find Hitman's agents one through forty six. And what, what did that entail? What does that I mean? I don't know. Um, it said uh, contest entries, which were mostly comprised of Agent 47 cosplays, um, were judged by a panel and winners were officially given numeric designations in the Hitman canon. I will say it is the coolest swag I got at That's E3. That's this cool. The, cool. the coolest swag I got at E3 this year was an Agent 47 tie. Oh, why'd so, you wear I know, it? I know, I know. I realized that on the way over you here. Failed. I know, totally. I'll just wear it some other time. You totally would have matched the popcorn talk. I too. totally would. I'd be like the Captain Popcorn Talk. Now, let's make a movie out of the Popcorn Talk Network. Oh, that wow. I would tune into. That would be action packed. You right? You right? I buy. <laughs> Done. Okay. Um, and then also, there's a lot of Easter eggs. Yeah, you, yeah. You yeah. talked about the toaster and the duck. I did. Yeah. So that was interesting. Like again, but really. Forced, right? So toward the end of the movie, you see uh, somebody who ostensibly is Agent Forty Eight. They say, they, I think they even say his name, right? They call him the agency. Mm-hmm. So Forty uh, Seven's gone a little bit rogue. The agency decides to reel him in, and they send another operative who looks spitting image to Forty Seven. So Forty Eight shows up, and he's in the middle of a hit at the time. <laughs> and one of the things that they show, they show a body in in a bathtub, and I knew immediately. Uh, and there's a toaster floating in it. That's actually one of the ways. Again, the game's super creative. It's a puzzle game. If you can figure out how to get a toaster from one end of the map to the other, you can actually kick it in and, and look like an accident and ghost a level. 
The I game's super fix- fun. It's super. It's super fun. I really want to fix my um, gaming issue because right now only my PS4 works. It's like, no, you must play PS4. Well, I mean, you're moving on to the right. You're moving only the right direction. PS4. You're moving the right direction. Uh, but like, but again, that was like it was a cool <laughs> nod, and I kind of dug it. And I think I elbowed you a little bit. I'm like, okay, so that's from the game. You and, did, and again, it didn't it didn't work. Like, it's yeah. a weird. He's a super soldier. Like. I don't know. Um, in the chat, and I found this funny, uh, Gregory Castillo says, Koei wearing white and being positive while P2D is wearing black and being negative. I know, I know. Also, I don't want to be. And also, he also says, and I found this cute, um, Agent 47 can't be that good looking like Paul Walker. Oh, do you think Paul Walker's yeah. too good looking to play that guy? Do I think that? Yeah. No, I think I think Rupert Friend's very good looking. Yeah, I think but he's, I think it's the, the swagger, the whole package. I think he looks dangerous, right? Totally, the way Women he walks. Yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, I'm staunch record of heterosexuality, and I was attracted to the right. guy. Like, if, I mean, if, he's got something. If we know a guy can protect us with stealth and guns and superpower, we're and all about knives it. everywhere. That's <laughs> a great chat, comment from the chat. Thank you guys. Yes, yes, we we love that stuff. Um, all right, so let's. What is your rating out of five? Out of five ballers, those little pistols that sure. he uses. All right, Let's do um, it. I'm gonna give it half a baller. What? I thought like literally Wait, if we're out scoring of five. Yeah, so if we're scoring this out of a hundred, I give it ten. I thought the movie's really bad. Like I said, it was more fun than good. So if you're asking me to review it, like critical deconstruction of this movie, I think it's objectively bad. If you said how much fun did you have, I would probably say four. But largely that was because how many these cinematic experiences are impacted by how you ingest the content. We saw it together. We're able to laugh. Whatever, like, uh, and I, and and because of this previous context that I had as it related to being a video game. But if you ask me as a movie, how do you critically deconstruct this and review it? Bird's breaking my iPad. I say I give it a ten. I give it half a baller. I thought this movie was really bad. I need to put my eyes back into its socket. Right I know. Now. I know. I know. I, this this show is hard on my soul because I come in here and I just trash every movie we talk about, and I'm genuinely hoping we come across. We've dedicated our lives to. I it. just don't. I think you said point five. Right? Is that yeah, I get half a bar. Yeah, so it's ten percent on a. So that's lower than Super Mario, which I am still traumatized by watching that movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't. So I want to say that each movie exists <laughs> as its own rating. I don't think we can do like cross movie comparisons. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to do that. Mind boggling. Oh, I, I, I would give it a three point five. Okay. Good. Um, or what? Whatever. Bull- bullets? What'd you say? Ballers. ballers. I mean, those silver ballers. That's what he calls his guns. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. The silver ballers. Yeah, so I would... I, cause again, it was fun. It was enjoyable. There's action, and I love action. And there's not... And one good thing I'm going to point out is there wasn't any rom- romance in there, and I hate when there's romance. Oh, God. Like, no. Okay, she's giving me shit about talking during the movie. She leans over very loudly and goes, I hope they don't kiss. Just don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't want romance. And it would have been super weird. I agree. But I just I know. You just, you were not having it. The element of romance in action movies I find always unnecessary. I think, um, you know, a lot of, like, the... The Marvel movies do it right where they just do a little tease and they don't sure. go far. But yep. 
I don't, I, I wouldn't say unilaterally it's bad. I think it can be nuanced. It would have been really terrible here. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It would have. Yeah, especially since their brother and sister apparently allegedly, rumoredly. I mean, in the same way that they're from the same project, <laughs> yeah. right? But still super gross. Yeah. Although how jarring was that? I have to say, that was really interesting. And one of the scenes we didn't touch on, when, when that reveal, when, when it wasn't a reveal, like you knew they were from the project, but right. when, when they're talking with her father and he says something, he says that line and then they're instantly surrounded by other agents that want to kill her father, right? And there's a woman who has got like a baby Bjorn and, and has a gun underneath it. Do you remember? And then he instantly shoots yeah. a pregnant woman. Like, yeah. I know she was playing as pregnant. Like, it was a jarring scene. Anyway, it's terrible. You were traumatized. I was. I was. I'm still traumatized. Well, you know what? There, there might, I doubt it because of the reviews, but they left room for a possible agent. 47 part two. But why wouldn't you, right? Like, I mean, it's a bankable IP from a video game perspective. And right. I think no studio, be it uh, movie studio or, or uh, publisher slash developer goes into an IP these days if they can't sequelize it. So uh, that almost bummed me out even more, right? Like why, I mean, why leave the door? Like how, let's have a self-contained, really interesting and impactful story. And if it warrants a sequel because of audience reception or that people are clamoring for it, then let's, by all means, let's do it. Did you, I wanted this to be good. I'm a fan of the games. Did you, um, we talked about this briefly because I haven't seen 2007's yes, Hitman. I did. So you saw it. I did. Which one did you like more? 2007's. Uh, like I think Oliphant was not quite as good as Friend, although he's, Unbelievable! I'm a huge Oliphant guy. It was a low bar, but they didn't lean into the camp quite as much. And the storytelling was a little bit more nuanced. Also, I'm a long way out from having seen that, so maybe it's just as bad. But I remember that being a low bar. And I think that's what contributed to my excitement here was like, well, no matter what, it can't be worse than 2007. It's like, no matter what. But it was. But it was. Yeah, but, uh. it, but it absolutely was. Just that unearned weird payoff at the end. That whole third act is just a, a, a narrative mess. Sad Christmas. I know. Yeah. I well, maybe know. we'll find something that you will enjoy. Well, I keep suggesting them. I'm like, I'm not giving up in my quest at this no, point. No, no. And I, I, I feel like my life we're just getting this. started. We are just getting warmed with, up. With this. And there um, are plenty to choose. And like, so many on the horizon, right? Like, there have been so many that have been greenlit. Like, that space. Oh, so many now. So many. And so many. I'm excited to talk to you a little bit about them because like, uh, yeah. I, I would start the show by saying how creatively broke uh, Hollywood is these days, but like that space is blowing up, right? There's more money in video games, uh, than, than film and other industries combined. And so it's not surprising that they're seeing great storytelling and bankable IPs that they're going to invest in kind of going forward. So I don't know, fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to the idea of the, um, uncharted movies. Yeah. But that I, they still haven't really greenlit that completely I mean Last of Us Last of Us yeah but Last of Us they've been talking about for a long time there's no announcement Neil Druckmann and Bruce Straley are involved like they wrote the game I feel like if anything that's that's our best bet at this point not Warcraft (laughs) <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't and they're know. weirdly not showing much about that. Although, um, oh, it's going to kill me. Is this uh, Spike Jones? Is that his name that's directing that? He did Moon. If you've seen Moon, it's an unbelievable sci-fi. I've got really high hopes. He's a super quality director. I feel like that property's in good hands. Well, let's see how he adapts it. Yeah, I mean, like, we'll, we'll see. And subscribers, subscriber numbers of that game keep going down. I think they're south of 5 million. 5 million in which any other MMO would lose their mind mm. for. But for World of Warcraft, that's dwindling numbers. So by the time that actually comes out, it'll be interesting to see what interest even in the game is. So and we'll see. Resident Evil 6 is coming out, too. Apparently, that's the last Resident Evil. Of the yeah, series, at some so. point, you got to kill it. <laughs> it's a cash grab, though, right? Let's keep cranking them out.
Mia Jovovich isn't going to be able to do backflips forever. Oh, At some point, she can't. She can, she all can, right. All right, fair enough. She can. I She's agree. Alice. Uh, yes. All right. So, in the meantime, we will be back in two weeks to talk another video game we adapted will. into a movie. Hopefully, it will be a good one. I'm I am, hoping. I'm determined. Fingers crossed. So, throw us out some ideas. We would love to. Please, um, please help us. Help us. I need this. If you can Tweet get at us. this guy to like it. It would mean huge strides in this world. Totally. If you've got a suggestion, we'll come up with a prize, right? <laughs> like, if you can tweet at me and find a movie that I just genuinely dig, I, w- I like liking things. If you listen to my show, Pixel by Pixel, I just sit and like everything on that. I'm the guy on that show where they're like, what's your prop? Really, Diaz? That, that's like, his life. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like, pa- Patrick. Yeah, just like, come on. I like, have some I'm taste like, you, at some point. You can't be can't this like all serious. Things. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> okay, Patrick. But in the meantime, where can people follow you around? For totally. The next follow me and tweet at me. Please help me find a game that, uh, or a movie that I would dig that has been adapted from a game. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at P to the D's. I also host a game about, or a podcast about video games. A game I, about uh, podcast about game about video I games. mean, it's, it's a lot of podcasting, a lot of video games. It's a lot of, it's a nonsense. Uh, ostensibly, it's a pop culture y <laughs> kind of nonsense show, but we do talk a lot about video games and the, the stories that they're telling. So find on Pixel by Pixel on iTunes. Very nice. It's a good show. You guys should listen to it. You've done it a couple times. We'll have you back on. Yes, yes, please. I love talking games. Anytime, all day, every day. What, what? And you can follow me at K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S. That's Kaorius. That is everywhere. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, all that stuff. So also, um, YouTube for this right here is Popcorn Talk Network. Don't forget to hit that like button, rate, subscribe, comment with what movie we should talk about next and then twitter is the popcorn talk and thank you guys for tuning in for patrick wakame and myself see you next time see ya from the popcorn talk network the online broadcast network producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire popcorn talk network we would like to thank you for tuning in for questions or comments be sure to visit popcorntalk.com I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.